Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Hey everyone, welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined as always by Jesse Zaboder. Hey there. Jesse, you're shining as always, and I know you're looking forward to some travels this weekend, so this is going to be fantastic. It's going to be some great stories, but Jesse's not the focus of the program today. We are super excited to have Sheriff Mack on with us today, and Sheriff Mack is certainly securing his legacy in history these days. He's a constitutional sheriff, and we're going to tell you about his organization and some of the things that he's doing because he is fighting for you, and why this interview is so important is because the sheriffs are our, we the people's, line of defense, and they are partnering with us, and that's what Sheriff Mack is here to talk about today. Sheriff Mack, welcome to Right On Radio. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate being here. Uh, so Jeff and Jess, those kind of sound similar, similar, but uh, so the Jeff and Jess show, or is it the Jess and Jeff show? No, but I, I'm really grateful to be here. Thanks so much for having me. And I, I look forward to our, our uh, 30 minute discussion here. Well, it's- wonderful. Sheriff Mack, let me just start out. I'm going to ask you to tell the story because I'm fascinated by it. And it was it was a big story. You actually took the Clinton cartel to court and lived. <laughs> and won. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it actually, the equation is a little bit bigger than that. It's uh, I took the Clinton regime cartel, I like cartel, uh, to court. Uh, I'm the only person to ever sue Bill Clinton on a non-sexual matter. Uh, <laughs> That's important. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, thank goodness. Uh, but um, no, I actually beat the Clintons, but it was at the United States Supreme Court. Uh, my name is on the history books uh, at the Supreme Court, jurisprudence history and and a lot of other history books. My, my daughter attended University of Oklahoma one year and... Uh, uh, she found a history book there that had me in it, and uh, this all happened in 1994 when I was serving as sheriff in southeast Arizona, Graham County, uh, and I was sick and tired of the overreach, not just of, uh, of his regime, but uh, uh, politicians and Democrats all over the country who think they, they can uh, run our lives. As long as they pass a law or have a mandate, then they can do anything they want, and uh, we fought the Revolutionary War against uh, King George III in England because they thought they could legislate anything about our lives. And Thomas Paine compared that to slavery. If, if a legislative body can legislate anything about your life and your family and completely control it by legislation, and I totally agree with him. I, I think it is, I think it is uh, slavery. Uh, you're completely at the behest of someone else controlling your life. That's slavery. And so, uh, yes, uh, I sued on the Brady Bill, and the Brady Bill was the first time ever. It was billed as, a, of course, a common sense gun control law. But the truth of the matter is, no one found out what the truth of it, of it was until January, uh, January 21st, 1994, 
when uh, three agents of the BATF showed up to our Arizona Sheriff's Association meeting. And they handed us a document, a 25 page doc, uh, document that detailed what our marching orders were to, in order to enforce the Brady Bill. So the sheriffs of the United States are required by the federal government without any negotiation to enforce their federal law. And we take all the political heat for it and we have to pay for it. And they, and just to make sure that we complied, they threatened to arrest us if we failed to do so. That's, wow. that's all there. I mean, it's all part of the record. I'm not making that up. And so uh, I can't believe that every sheriff in the country uh, didn't join me in the lawsuit, but I was the, I was the first one to file. Uh, and we filed the very day the Brady Bill took effect, February 28, 1994. Then about four weeks later, Sheriff Prince joined me in the lawsuit and then about five others from across the country. Seven out of 3,080 sheriffs in this country fought this. And I never thought, come on, I never thought it would get to the Supreme Court. But the way it, the miracle worked out, we we won at the United States Supreme Court. We appeared at the Supreme Court in December of 96. The decision came out uh, June 27, 1997. And it was the most powerful 10th Amendment decision, local autonomy, state sovereignty decision in the history of our country. And I'll give you some quotes about that as we go along to prove uh, what I'm saying. But I, I, that's not my opinion. I've seen this in, in several different articles. I've had judges, attorneys, uh, county attorneys. I've had lots of people who've studied the case in law school who've actually said that and that, the, that their professors actually said it. It is the most powerful 10th Amendment decision in the history of America. That is certainly incredible. And and what I find really neat about it is the number seven. Yeah. Seven sheriffs and and you know the fact that you lived through this. You know, I gotta I say that you know the, the I, it, I actually I actually don't I think they I told my wife they're gonna squash me like a pumpkin seed. I don't know if they would have killed me. Uh, it certainly wouldn't have been out of question for the Clintons to do that, Vince Foster. And so I I just I, 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 it was a miracle that other sheriffs joined. And if they hadn't, I think that I would have been a, a huge target and been a victim of, of, uh, of a, of a suicide or a bad action. Yeah, a heart yeah. attack or yeah. some kind, but yeah, the number yeah. seven. And, and you know what? I just think there was a God's anointing on that. I, I just, I feel it in yeah. my spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, this whole case was so miraculous. Uh, it's the only time in history that a sheriff has ever done this. Uh, so this is the only time that a sheriff took on the federal government, took it all the way to the Supreme Court and won a major landmark decision for liberty and, and to dispel uh, the myth that Washington, D.C. and the president and Congress can do anything they want. Mm -hmm. They can't. But the states and local officials have got to stop it. That's the only place we can stop this sort of thing now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So again, you're, we're joined by Sheriff Mack. His website is cspoa.org. And I love the, the acronym, what it stands for, Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association. Constitutional Sheriff, because yes, the Constitution is 
powerful. And then what you're doing right now, Sheriff Mack, is you're getting people to rise up. And so, so tell, tell us about the partnership that you're creating with your organization. Well, the, the real partnership, as you just alluded to, it's, it's the people of the United States. It's we, the people that are actually joining uh, with sheriffs and local officials. We, we don't want to keep any uh, peace officer out of it. Chiefs of police are more than welcome to be a part of this. We've had some chiefs of police join us. We've had some of our chiefs of police, our constitutional chiefs of police speak at our conventions. And uh, we want city councilmen. We want city uh, mayors and county commissioners and county attorneys. We'd love to have those guys on board for once. There's a few that are. Uh, We just had Lander County, Nevada become a member as a county, become a member of the CSPOA. Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association is actually for everyone. And every citizen can join this. And we have a posse membership that we want all the citizens of America to join so that you can become part a partner with your sheriff in defending liberty uh, at the local level. Our our motto is we'll take back America uh, count one county at a time, sheriff by sheriff, county by county, state by state. It's not going to happen in Washington D.C. Anybody that thinks the Constitution is going to be restored in in Washington D.C. either just got here from Mars or you're you're a lunatic. It's not going to happen there. And and to think so is crazy. But we can take it back. I've seen it happen in counties. And I've seen sheriffs that have stood for freedom and that have stood uh, for the little guy to make sure that none of our citizens in our counties are being victimized by this Goliath federal government. And sometimes local mayors or governors are, are the same. The past 16 months, we've seen governors that have been self-appointed Hitlers that could shut down liberty and shut down churches and shut down schools. And and now we just see where Governor Newsom lost to the church that he shut down in California. And I I love what that guy said. The pastor, uh, an Asian uh, immigrant, uh, said, we don't follow the dictates of government. We follow the dictates of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus runs our church. Man, I, I, I love that. And that's what every church in this country should have done and and tell the federal government or any government. I don't care. I don't care if it's the local dog catcher or whoever. If they're trying to shut your church down, tell them, no, we're not going along with that. And and, uh, our church is based on the Bible, not on you. And and so I love men. When I saw that on the news this morning that that guy won, uh, I said, hallelujah. You know, I totally agree with that. And, you know, the first two weeks when it was flattened the curve, listen, no one knew what was going on. I could understand churches. I went along with that. Yeah, I went along with that too. But but after that, it was like, okay, hold on. There's something wrong here. And and Jesse, one of the things that, that we've brought up on the show, and I think this is important because when, when Sheriff Mack says that it's not going to be resolved in D.C., well, D.C. is not even a state. And we've been talking We've been talking a lot about the Act of 1871 when the United States actually became incorporated and they're set, they're running on a second constitution right now. That's why there has been no accountability with the politicians. Well, I think, 
first of all, that's all illegal. They they can't have a, a 1870 act of 1871 that does anything contrary to the Constitution. It's all illegal. It's unconstitutional. It's stupid. Uh, but none of us have to go along with that, and none <coughs> of us should. And all of us should be following the the organic original Constitution. But I also feel that it's a lot more than the the lack of accountability has been because of the money game that Washington D.C. plays with the states. We'll send you back the money we steal from you, and and and, and yeah. uh, in, in federal grants, if as long as you go along and do what we tell you, and and that that actually that that issue is in my Supreme Court decision. Uh, Justice Scalia addressed that. Said, well, the states go along not because the federal government has lawful authority over us, but the states go along in order to meet the criteria for uh, getting and qualified for a, a federal grant. That's in there. Uh, the supremacy clause is in there. The the uh, uh, commerce clause is in there. And Justice Scalia takes us through a wonderful history lesson. He doesn't make up anything new. He doesn't go along with uh, political dogma from either party. Uh, and, and he actually reinforces the Constitution. Would you believe that a, a justice who renders a decision actually quotes the Constitution, quotes the Founding Fathers, and get this, he quotes the Federalist Papers. And, it, it, and, and let me quote the Federalist Paper. He said, because we have two separate spheres of liberty for the people, the state sphere and the federal sphere, that are both responsible for protecting individual liberty of every citizen. We know they don't do it, as you just alluded to. But uh, he quoted Federalist 51, and he said, quote, Hence, a double security arises to the rights of the people. The different governments will control each other. And that's exactly what we teach at the CSPOA. It's our job as a county government, a city government, even school boards. That's a separate entity that we elect mm -hmm. to represent us that's right. uh, in education. And they should be pushing back against the feds and instead, or state, and instead they take the money and say, we have, to, we have all these federal mandates. We have to do they, We have to do what the federal government says. No, you don't. We elected you. You represent the people. You do not represent the federal government, and you tell their federal mandates to shove them up Washington D.C. and and they're not our boss. And in fact, Scalia also quotes a a previous case from 1992, New York versus U.S., where he said uh, state legislatures are not subject to federal direction. If we're not subject to federal direction, then Washington D.C., you are not our boss. And that's the brainwashing that we've been getting from Washington, D.C. for the last 150 years. And we've been lulled into a sleep. So, so Jesse, oh, yeah. what, what are we, Jesse, what are we supposed to do on a community level here? What, uh, what, what do you have to, with Sheriff Mack? What, what do you see going on next? And don't be okay. vulgar. Don't be vulgar, Jess. Just say it nice. Okay. What we should do. <laughs> I will totally say it nice. No, I agree there. You know, I think the two most important things are that as the people, one, we need to start holding those who are we put in positions in accountability. And we need to start enforcing that accountability. 
So are there ways that um, the people can work with the sheriffs in order to do that? Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, First of all, you've got to get a relationship with your sheriff. Get to know him or her. There's about 18 female sheriffs in them out of the 3,080. So it's a very small percentage. But whoever it is, I don't care who it is. Go get a relationship with them. Ask them if you can be on their posse. Ask, Ask your sheriff. Are you a constitutional sheriff? Will you protect me from a forced vaccination? What will you do as sheriff of this county? What will you do to stop the gun control uh, proposals by uh, Mr. Biden and and Ms. Harris? What will you do uh, to stop the gun control from uh, Governor Newsom if you happen to live in California uh, or in Virginia where it's uh, Northam? the horrible governors that are out there. And they have been exposed as the hypocrites that they really are. They don't even believe in their own mandates and they don't obey them or follow them. And so the hypocrisy has gotten crazy, but that's why we need you, the American people. You have got to get involved in this. We, the people, first three words of the constitution, we, the people bestow all power. We have got to get involved in the process of restoring our individual liberty and our constitution. If we do not, It will not happen. This is your country and your liberty. Get busy. Yes, form that partnership with your sheriff. Ask him all those questions I just gave you about uh, masks, uh, vaccines, uh, kids at school, and, of course, gun control. And First Amendment, because that's been wiped away. Well, of course, all of them have, really, to be. You you remember when when uh, their pandemic mandates first came out the first thing they called for was more gun control yeah. <laughs> gun control <laughs> yeah so they're relentless on destroying the constitution and our rights and and we the people you're right we have fallen asleep at the wheel but we can wake up and we've got to well i think it's happening right now and uh you know and and you know you can obviously see the panic on their faces with the January 6th, you know, event that happened. It's not as they claim, obviously, but, uh, you know, they don't like people rising up and joining together. They're trying to quash that. And they sent some very stern messages to scare people off. But let me ask you some really basic questions, Sheriff Mack. Okay. Can a sheriff arrest someone? (laughs) I thought you were going to add more to that. Of course he can arrest someone. Of course he can arrest. He can First of all, uh, I don't want to skip over uh, the first part. The first thing is he can investigate anyone in his county that has committed a crime. Whether that crime is perjury, failing to keep your oath that you promised to keep. I would love to see more investigations on perjury, uh, and failure to keep your oath. But it can, anybody in your county, in his geographical boundary, he can investigate them first and then bring uh charges to the proper authority to have him to have that person prosecuted absolutely yes he can and he must and and this is why it's so important that not only patriot lawyers and accountants join the cspoa because we need to follow the money and we need to check the public records and we need to do thorough investigations county by county so i said that that question obviously a little bit in jest But when you see someone like Nancy Pelosi uh, at the State of the Union, when she clearly rips the speech up, which was illegal, 
everyone agrees it was completely illegal. Why wasn't she arrested? I don't know why that would be illegal. Because you're, uh, it's, it's a, uh, a formal uh, record. document? Yes, official document cannot be destroyed. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if her copy is that uh, official and is going to be put on record, but because the other, I mean, it was already there. However, Nancy Pelosi's committed plenty of crimes, whether it was that one or any other, uh, but she, she certainly is a tyrant. And uh, uh, most all of them are worthy of investigations and, and arrest. Uh, and that's going to that's gonna be necessary. Uh, I, I like the uh, lesson of the uh, Magna Carta of 1215, uh, where they told uh, King John to, to uh, sign on with the Declaration of Rights. And uh, he said, yeah, I, I agreed, agreed, because they were waiting to hang him if they, he didn't agree. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I don't believe in any violence. Uh, and uh, I certainly didn't like the footage that we saw of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, but I will tell you this. Uh, we have got to push the envelope where it says it is the right of the people. It is our duty to throw off such government. That evil, tyrannical, despotic government. It is our duty to throw off such government and establish a new government uh, for our security and happiness. I, I, I hope that doesn't mean that that only means revolution. I don't believe it does. We have got to be more involved in the process of restoring liberty in this country. That's what it means. It definitely means that. So well, we, we agree with you. And, up. you know, quite honestly, you, Jesse and I have discussed it many times on the show that we're actually really thankful that a lot of the uh, Second Amendment guys who have been preparing to defend the Constitution have sat back because I really do believe there's a peaceful process well, to go two, through this. There's, there's two. And let me, the, the one is that we take back America, just as you and I have said, county by county, uh, with, with the leadership of the people working with the sheriff. Yeah. Okay, he can. You can create a constitutional county in your neighborhood, in your community, okay? You can. It's legal, it's lawful, it's appropriate. Uh, it's what we've sworn to do. The other one is, if this fails, if the sheriffs of this country go, no, I won't do it. I, 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 I know I could probably help save America. I know I could restore liberty in our county, but I'm not going to do it. And I, we've, had, we've had several that have said exactly that. I don't have to keep my oath. My oath my, keeping the federal government in check is not what my oath says. It's exactly what it says. But anyway, a lot of them don't get it. They think that they're here just to throw people in prison that do drugs. Okay, oh, big deal. Um, we that and that hasn't even worked out for us, has it? But the deal is this: if this fails, I see one other peaceful possibility. And and maybe I'm not smart enough to recognize all of them, but this is a peaceful process, and we've already got proof from hundreds of sheriffs that have made this happen, that, that are showing, but we need, uh, we need at least a thousand. And so far we have maybe two or 300. We've got to have a thousand. That's a third of the sheriffs of the country. And after that, there'll be no stopping it. But it's just one here and one there and another one here. And it's just, you know, a, a few dozen sheriffs doing it. It won't work. But if that fails and the sheriffs of this country uh, are, are so, ignorant that they do not have a responsibility to protect liberty can you believe somebody would actually say that but they they do the other one is 
people like you and me, uh, the three of us, we have got to come up with about three or four counties in America where we would all be willing to move and take them over politically. And I mean every facet. We will be, we will have our own share. We will elect the sheriff. We will elect the city council. We will elect school boards. We will elect county commissions. We will elect the county attorney. And these people will stand for the constitution and make it clear to every federal or state agent or bureaucrat, the bill of rights will be enforced in these counties strictly. And if you don't like it, don't come here because they will be strictly enforced. If, if there's individuals who are interested in joining in that effort, uh, what would be the best way for them to get a hold of you or get started with that? CSPOA.org. Uh, I really liked it how Jeff said it a little while ago. CSPOA.org. CISPOA, uh, Constitutional Sheriff's Peace Officers Association. And, and everybody can join. Everybody can join. Everybody should. That's how we're funded. That's how we keep going. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, we have no benefactor. I've asked a friend who's a billionaire to help uh, fund us. And, you know, I, I don't know why he won't. But I, I really love the people who have, have become part of the posse, who have helped fund us. Uh, and uh, I've prayed for years that we would get the proper funding so we could have an office and full-time employees and really push this thing to where we're making this thing go uh, viral nationwide and, and that we're uh, on every news and that we're doing our own commercials and maybe infomercials and we get people excited about being part of this peaceful and effective process for taking back our country. Well, we only have a couple of minutes left. So listen, I want to urge all of our listeners, and by the way, we have a global audience, uh, but 71% of our audience is in the United States and the rest of the world is counting on the United States we've right got, now. We've got people joining from Canada and England and Australia, and we invite the world to participate in this wonderful movement. So, so I do I do extend, this is something worthwhile, I wanna to say to our listeners. And yeah. I wanna give a homework assignment to our listeners as well. You need to locate your sheriff, get in touch with him and deliver this broadcast to him. He needs to hear, these words, particularly the constitutional county, I think that is a real key here. So Amen. just in our in our closing moments, Sheriff Mack, and thank you again for being here. Tell us about the tour you're on. Tell us where you're going to be next, where some, uh, some of our listeners can show up and see you. Well, we had a meeting yesterday in uh, Russellville, Arkansas. We're actually in our hotel right now uh, in Little Rock. And we drive today... Um, that's why I had to do this a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, we, we still have a few minutes, but uh, uh, we go to Shreveport, Louisiana tomorrow. And then I fly home from there uh, for a family activity for one of my grandkids that I'm totally committed to. And then I fly back to wherever the tour is uh, next Monday. And uh, so uh, I'm just I'm just zigzagging the country here, but it's all for liberty. And uh, let me quote one other thing from my Supreme Court case. Uh, Justice Scalia said this, and, and this really applies to COVID-19 mandates and regulations. We, uh, uh, he said, but the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions, end quote. Well, if it does, then we need to enforce it just as the founding fathers intended. And, and we see the purpose of all government 
in the Declaration of Independence, where it states that all government, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. The only reason we have government, the only reason we need government is to protect our God-given rights. And so when it comes to the Second Amendment, what is government's role? To protect and guarantee it, not to regulate it, not to mandate it, not to tell me I have to have a permit in order to exercise my Second Amendment rights. Their only role is to guarantee that my right cannot be infringed. That is government's role. And when they understand that, we will take America back. If they won't and refuse to understand it, we will do it against them and against and, and th just because they've made themselves an enemy. I did not do that. They put themselves as an enemy of our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. We will stand against them. And I have said this and I'll say it again. And it's more than obvious every day. The greatest threat to our God given constitutional American liberty is our own federal government. Right. Amen. Yeah. And Gitmo is waiting for them. <laughs> and yeah. Listen, listen, just when they, when they, we have to be careful because we're going to want to put this on YouTube as well. Uh, but when, when they certified the selection, uh, you know, I think many of them committed the crime right there. My opinion, I'm not a law expert. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I would, I would hope that the people uh, on YouTube and others would just sit and watch and listen. I mean, look at everything that's going on, uh, the destruction that's going on and the violence that's going on uh, across our country. Uh, those are no accidents. And we detest all violence from the left, from the right, from the middle. It doesn't matter. We are against all the violence that's happening in this country. And we stand firm on that. And we are also for the equality of all mankind, all womankind. We believe when it says we hold these truths to be self-evident, mm -hmm. that all men are created equal. We believe that. Mm -hmm. And we believe that unity comes in the, in the protection of our Bill of Rights, that we stand for the individual liberty of each other. And if we don't have individual liberty that we're all supposed to be trying to protect, then we'll never have unity. Yeah. But that's what we're after. Well, and, we, <laughs> and we need to bring God back into, you know, prayer back into schools and, you know, and by the way, from many different faiths, uh, we we're, well, this is a very Christian based faith based broadcast, but uh, we certainly encourage if you have a different faith, we want you to be able to pray in school because, you know, if the spirit man is dead, yeah. the man is, is not well, functioning may, properly. And, and may God heal our hearts and heal our land, but it's going to take, it's going to take us humbling ourselves before him first. And, and we've got to do that. And, and he's the one that gave us America. He's the one that blessed us with liberty. He's the one that gave us our rights. And, and we must do everything we can as Americans and Christians uh, to, pre to protect that precious gift uh, that he gave us when we were born here. Amen. And Jesse, do you want to just tell Sheriff Mack real quick? I know we only have a couple minutes here, uh, but tell him about the anointing project. Yeah, well, actually, I was going to, um, suggest that we talk offline um, later. But, um, you know, we have individuals out there, uh, we're looking at communities, at, at, you know, geographically, 
looking at the different strongholds, you know, whether that be places where, you know, drugs are high, gangs are high, child sex trafficking, prostitution are taking place. And we're putting some of the biblical truths. You know, the Bible tells us that all of us, you know, that because Jesus died and he purchased us with his blood, um, we are a kingdom of priests. And what do the priests do? They anoint to cleanse, they anoint to heal, they anoint to go out to, you know, raise the dead and to cast out the demons. So, you know, we are getting the oil into people's hands and we are out anointing the land where those strongholds are taking place, getting people actively praying over those strongholds and, you know, reaching out to individuals, engaging with those in their community and at a spiritual level, you know, taking back dominion from, you know, spiritual forces that are, you know, uh, perpetrating that wickedness in our communities. And um, I really think that, you know, that authority, you know, even what you're speaking to with the sheriffs, it's all about that authority, that dominion, that we have God-given rights. And what are we willing to do to fight for those rights? We have to fight in the spirit realm. We have to fight physically, not, you know, it's not a physical combat. But even going out and, you know, anointing that land is, it's a very strong statement in the spiritual world when you're anointing that land saying, you know, this is my community. I am not going to designate my community for wickedness anymore. Amen. I'm going to pray against that wickedness. And I'm going to say, you know, this land needs to be a safe place for the children of my community. And so... Yeah, so I would love to talk to you further because I think that there could be a lot of, um, you know, what we're doing would fit very well with, you know, what you want to do. And we've got individuals who are willing, you know, to share this video with sheriffs in their community and to say, hey, let's start joining in partnerships. Get them busy. Our tour is based on faith, family, and freedom. Mm-hmm. And faith first. And when I gave my speech yesterday, I've said the faith is that our rights come from God and that this is a spiritual battle that we're in. And and so, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Excellent. We've actually there's a website developed called cover the earth dot us. And by the way, we don't charge. This isn't a money raising thing to do this, but people have been documenting but area by area that have been going out there anointing it because we always feel the battle starts in the spirit and then you know we have to take action in the physical as well but it is a peaceful action of course, of course. Uh, it's 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 anointing and saying listen god this we're putting we're giving you we're giving you back this land and by the way i really think that uh property taxes an affront to god just <laughs> totally off topic I, I i think federal income tax is even worse yeah. <laughs> so for, listen final question sheriff mac can i get deputized uh with us you definitely can join our posse <laughs> and you're you're uh, you're deputized however that's more symbolic but yes go to your local sheriff and ask him to make you a part of the posse and and that should consist of a swearing in ceremony that you're actually called a deputy probably not uh, most of those have to go to the police academy but if the sheriff wants to he can but what i would call you officially is a member of the sheriff's posse hmm. a sworn in a sworn in 
member of the sheriff's posse. And it's up to him how much you get involved in the preservation of peace in his county. Well, the first posse I'm going to join is the CSPOA.org. And by the way, Thanks. go check out the events because literally Sheriff Mack is zigzagging across the country. Your tour logistics probably could use a little bit more of a coordinated effort, but I guess you go sure. where the demand is. <laughs> listen, he's going to be in a town near you and, you know, go let there you, and just let say... Me tell you, I know we're going to be in Shreveport tomorrow, but I also know <clears> this tour will be in Fredericksburg, Texas on the 29th. If anybody's within four or five hours of Fredericksburg, you definitely want to get to that event. Uh, Fredericksburg, Texas, one of the greatest little towns in America, and uh, get to the tour of Family, Faith, and Freedom. Well, I know Jesse's going to be somewhere in that area. I am in that. Yeah, I am somewhere near. We'll have so to see perhaps how. Jesse will show up. And by the way, when you show up and you see Sheriff Mack, say, right on radio sent me. So he knows that. So, so, so we can get them back on the air. <laughs> Thank you, Sheriff Mack, for joining us. Thank you, the good listener, for being it. Listen, you do got to get involved. If you want your freedoms, if you want, if you have kids, if you have grandkids, you better get involved because look what they're teaching in the school. Look what they're doing. Look, that we've, we've got to take action. It's peaceful action. And I love the Constitutional County. I think that is a total success. Yep. Join the posse now at CSPOA.org. Sheriff Mack, thank you. Jesse, thank you. Yes, thank Remember, you. love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. <laughs>